This is the Dr. Mike Savilla Podcast, episode 366 for November 25, 2018. In this episode, uh, we'll be talking with our good friend, uh, Dr. Kim Yu, um, about why physicians need to be on social media. And we talk about, uh, you know, why I think physicians should, should, should be on social media. She talks about it as well. And we also talk about a recent kind of uh, social media story involving physicians in which the National Rifle Association put out a tweet uh, telling physicians to to stay in their lane and not talk about uh, gun violence and the response to that, not only from the family medicine community, but also from the uh, physician community uh, in general. So I hope you enjoy this episode, this brief episode. Uh, I also encourage you to uh, check out my website, drmikesavilla.com. There you can... uh, Subscribe to my blog, and we can get every article uh, and every blog post that I write. And I also encourage you to check out uh, my new uh, uh, Facebook page uh, for my office, Dr. Mike Savilla, Salem Family Practice. So, hope you enjoy this brief episode and interesting uh, talk with me and Dr. Kim Yu. You know, Mike, um, the whole social media thing, I always get asked this, like why physicians should get involved in social media. I mean, don't, like, yeah, don't tell them not to. Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what do you tell people? Cause I know what I tell people. What do you tell people? Um, I tell people, uh, why physicians should, should do it. So, uh, well, because I mean, well, I share a little bit of my story. So, like, so I started social media because I, I was so mad that um, there's all these false uh, information on social media, like vaccines not causing autism. Duh, uh, but it's still out there. Um, so I started out with that, and then kind of kind of whipped around into kind of what I'm doing now is a lot of advocacy, and Kim and I collaborate a lot of this, especially when it comes to. Um, primary care, family medicine advocacy, because we rock, family medicine rocks. Um, and we need to tell uh, social media and everybody about that. Because as I talk, said in my talks for such a long time, you know, people have been talk, telling the family medicine story and it's the wrong story. It's usually told by specialists. It's told by insurance companies. It's told by attorneys. Uh, so family docs have to rise up and say, hey, we do cool stuff like talk with people all around the world about health equity and, and uh, you know, getting the right care for our patients. Um, so that, that, that's what I say. What do you say there, Kim? I tell people it's about advocacy, it's about sharing our voices, it's about giving strength to our specialty, um, and for helping be the voice of our patients, too. Um, I also talk about, you know, the use of social media for certain things like um, hurricane relief. With Hurricane Maria last year, we were able to raise over $103,000 because of social media. We would not have done it if it hadn't been for social media. And for the many chapters of the American Academy of Family Physicians, and especially for the Indiana Academy of Family Physicians, the Puerto Rico chapter of the American Academy of Family Physicians. And so, um, you know, the work that was done there, um, and also we've been able to save two family medicine residency programs from closing um, and I think of you know the many lives that were impacted because of that um, there's so many things so many stories that I could tell of um, what what social media has been able to achieve and be able to help bridge the gap between this sort of online unknown 
um, relationships that we have with each other to real relationships which which can bridge communities, which can uh, bridge relationships even in the legislature, in um, advocacy and policymaking to um, community outreach and to building those bridges with collaborative partners that can really help move family medicine and move healthcare forward. And so it's really exciting to see what social media can do. It's I love the, the fact that it is so very um, different every single day. It can be different, uh, sometimes very scary, but uh, very different. And I, I love that about it. And I love the possibilities to be able to hashtag inspire, create, lead the future of family medicine. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think uh, uh, Janet is pushing us a little bit. And uh, she's like, hey, what about that uh, NRA and uh, stay in your lane thing? So I, I think that's a great example of physicians rising up, uh, not only primary care, but pediatricians and everyone else, uh, you know, responding to that, having kind of a unified response uh, to that saying, hey, you know, we, we can ask our patients whatever we want to ask. And and uh, there were some very uh, creative responses to that, even made national news uh, on a lot of the networks, um, you know, as, you know, physicians uh, being an advocacy group uh, for our patients. And uh, I think that, that that's a great example of, you know, of physicians utilizing social media in a positive way, in the right way, getting our message out, getting our talking points out, getting our points that we want to uh, be out there. Uh, and, and I think, you know, some of it was creative. I, I don't think it was a lot of it was adversarial. I don't think it, 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 it contributed to this toxic environment out there. I think, you know, I mean, some of them, you know, I wouldn't say went too far. I think some of them were pretty creative. Um, but uh, I think, you know, that's really kind of, you know, positioning physicians and the physician community, you know, on a lot of these uh, public health, social issues uh, as a group that we that we need to be listened to. Don't you think? Oh, definitely. I remember when um, I think it was either earlier this year or even last year where the six different organizations um, in medicine, in the House of Medicine, I remember they met at the AMA meeting and there was like at the AFP with ACOG, ACP, the A, um, the AAP, the um, pediatricians, the psychologists, the psychiatrists, they, they all got together and released a statement about um, the need for more uh, research in gun violence. And they had a video that they released in response to uh, a shooting then, which I can't even remember which one it was now, there's so many. Um, but, you know, that type of response from the community and, and this week even seeing the outpouring, um, thousands and thousands of physicians signing a document um, asking for, for more research in gun violence, asking um, that we have to do something. You know, the, this is our lane. Um, we see patients, you know, Physicians see patients that come into our EDs, that come to our offices, they're affected. I remember hearing the story of one of our docs who took care of a patient who had been shot and he was in the hospital for months and he saw the impact that had had on that family's life. And it, it compelled him to really reach out to uh, different organizations and wrote a resolution to the AMA to really talk about, well, what is it that we're going to do about gun violence? And how can we really research this and, and really find out what's going to work and what isn't going to work? 
especially when you, you know, compare it to other countries. 